Welcome to Tax Today, a Vertex podcast series. Words of wisdom from industry professionals to help you transform tax. Each week, we hold enlightening discussions with tax, IT, and procurement specialists focused on shaping tax in the procure-to-pay process. Hi, I'm Kristen Schwabenbauer. Welcome to Tax Today, a Vertex podcast series. On today's episode, we'll be exploring indirect tax and procurement landscape opportunities and challenges in the U.S. with Tiffany O'Neill. Tiffany is a practice leader with Vertex Consulting who specializes in both VAT and procurement implementations. She brings more than 18 years of experience in tax and tax automation. She's participated in over 50 engagements, integrating tax applications with ERPs and various billing and procurement applications. She has a deep understanding of business applications and how to incorporate accurate tax decisions into business processes. Prior to joining Vertex, Tiffany was a director at a global tax services firm specializing in implementing third-party tax software packages. Tiffany, welcome. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Kristen. I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. So I wanted to start off by asking you a question, and um, it's a big one. So let's let's just dive right into it, shall we? Uh, why is automating tax decisions on procurement transactions so difficult in the U.S.? Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, it's difficult because of the availability of data. And it's useful to think of the differences between the sales and purchase processes. During the sales process, companies know everything about the goods and services they're selling. They know exactly what they're selling, they know who they're selling it to, and their business systems have SKUs, product groups, and all the customer data they need to make accurate tax decisions. During the purchasing process, companies know what they're buying, but not necessarily with the same level of granularity. Software is a great example. To accurately tax software in the U.S., you may need to know if it's custom or canned, if it's installed from a disk, electronically delivered, hosted, or even software as a service. And the purchasing system will likely have some useful data, but you have to think about the purpose of the system. Purchasing systems are intended to make it easy for buyers to request items. And they want to make sure buyers are requesting items from preferred vendors. They want to get approval routed so they get the appropriate approval workflow. And there is some categorization for spend analytics, and there's assignment of correct accounting detail. But so for the example of the software, the system will indicate that software and what ledger account to charge it to, but the systems aren't designed to provide the same details required for taxability determination. And software is an extreme example. I use it all the time. Many items are easy to set up accurate tax decisions, but there are cases that are more difficult. And then additionally, there's usage-based exemptions in the U.S., and that's commonly known as something where it, it's not, taxability is not based off what you're buying, but how you're going to use it. And manufacturing is a common example. Machinery and equipment directly involved in the manu- manufacturing process can be exempt. This requires additional data points beyond identifying what is being purchased. There is often useful data that provides insight into the part of the organization making the purchase, such as departments or cost centers. But these data points don't always line up with the tax rules. In many cases, a solution to data gaps needs to be designed. That makes you brought up so many really good points. And I think, you know, that's that's really um, a lot of what I'm seeing and have been seeing over the past couple of years in working with, you know, whether we're working with ERPs or we're working with best of the best of breed procurement, you know, providers out there. They're, they're meant to be big procurement ERPs, if you will. But do they take everything into account for what you need to determine tax? 
And, you know, how do you gain efficiencies and, and tax is just, it tax touches everything. So, you know, you have to take those things into consideration. So those are all some, some really, really good points. I, I see, I see this area as a, as a big um, spot where we're really going to, it's going to evolve. The functionality is going to have to involve, evolve the, the procurement, these procurement best of breeds are going to have to evolve, you know, what kind of functionality they give us so that we can, you know, calculate tax more accurately. So along that lines, along those lines, um, what do you need to be, or what would you suggest, you know, folks need to be successful around the procurement process early on? So if, you know, people are engaging as we recommend as a back, best practice saying, you know, Hey, tax people work with your procurement people, procurement people work with your tax people, work as a team. Uh, what do you suggest, you know, folks need to be successful? I mean, it really is that they get together early on. And the, you know, if the, if the data from the purchasing process is intended to, to be used for tax decisions, the purchasing team needs to understand what data the tax team needs. And the tax team needs to understand exactly how the organization plans to use the purchasing application. And if they can come together and they can both see each other's side of the equation, you can design a solution. You can collaborate the correct system data and you can create the correct business processes to successfully automate tax. Yeah, I think that's that's key. That's key. I mean, you know, if you can team up early, do it early and often. Right. You're you're you're, you're part of the same team. You're meant to you know, you're going to have to pay invoices and, you know, make for best best, you know, get get your efficiencies out there. Um, tax is a part of that. If tax isn't right on those invoices, it's going to slow down your um, procurement process and slow down, you know, paying your invoices. Um, and that's a major issue. So I know when we talk to clients, a lot of times what'll happen is, you know, we say, oh, even during the implementation, you know, you want tax part of the blueprinting stage and you want them part of the testing stage. And they're kind of, you know, it, it all really falls in line um, for every part of, of, of an implementation, if you will, whether it be ERP or a, a best of breed procurement vendor. So Talk to me now. We talked a little bit about some of the negatives with procurement plat- platforms. What what are some of the benefits of these procurement platforms that our clients are, are, are experiencing? We really can get a lot more tax relevant data about purchases if a purchasing system is implemented, and especially if tax is considered from the beginning. Even the consistent use of requisitions and purchase orders in a system helps companies. You know, without a purchase order, AP invoices have minimal data. You know, the clerks are basically entering a vendor, an amount, the accounting details, and where the check needs to go. Purchase orders alone add so much more detail. There's always some sort of categorization of the purchase. And then there's always a ship to address. You know, when people are ordering something to be delivered, they, they want to receive it. So <laughs> right. if you have information about, you know, where goods are going to be sent or what location a service should be provided at and all the data is there. So, so there's always an opportunity to ensure there's correct data for taxation if you have those data points there from the beginning. You know, that's, that's a really good point. You know, I've heard um, from a lot of clients that they say, well, you know, this best of breed doesn't have tax on PO. I, you know, or doesn't provide, enable that the functionality isn't there. And I always thought it was just for budgeting reasons, but I didn't realize there's just so much more, there's so much more than just that. You know, it's not just running reports and saying, hey, here's our total estimated spend, including tax, which could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's, it's more than that. Um, and I think that's really important. I think, you know, and, and part of this podcast series, what we really want to do is make sure tax folks are aware, but also procurement professionals are aware of all those different tax touch points in the process that um, can really help the process along um, and, you know, are, are critical in helping to, you know, 
again, team up with with tax and make sure you're protecting your, your company and, and paying your invoices efficiently and 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 timely and, and accurately and all of that. So let me ask you this. Um, can you speak to the evolution of procurement and, and, and the newness in the ERPs? Like, h- how do we set expectations with folks? H- how do we how do we do that? We we have been automating tax and procurement in ERPs for years, and there's always been data limitations. And but the integrations have evolved to really provide maximum data, and we've developed a lot of standard best practice approaches for the data gaps. And so we we do have you know a lot of suggestions with the major ERPs. Now that we're seeing a lot of new procurement applications, we're also seeing a lot of new integrations. And new integrations often have some limitations, and we're constantly working with our customers and partners to improve them. But it is a very exciting time in this space because we are seeing a lot more companies take advantage of automation and really improving their end-to-end business processes through these integrations. No, that's fabulous. That that makes that makes so much sense. Um, I think that, and then, and some of the points that you said that really resonate with me is that you know this is this is new. A lot of this is new. It, it's it's been in ERPs for years. You know, back in the day where you could you know fudge some things or you know everything wasn't in the cloud, so you could you know mess around with things and do workarounds. You might not have that so much with with the cloud based uh, best of breeds. And this is evolving. And so I think you know going into that into into this with with the right expectations from both procurement and tax and IT, you're going to have to be flexible. You're going to have to work with both um, the tax vendor, Vertex, as well as your procurement vendor. And, you know, it, it's a growth opportunity. We, we need your feedback to, to make sure that we understand why you need, what functionality you need, and, and what, you know, why it might not be in there at this point, and, and how do we get there. Um, so I think those are all really good things. Um, they're challenging. I've seen it where folks are really, I think you have got like the um, Amazon Prime or the the um, you know the iPod. You know, you're, you've got everything right right at your fingertips, right? So everyone thinks, okay, well now everything's in the cloud, so now it just poof and it's going to be there. It should all be there. Or what should be in the ERP and has been in for years is automatically going to be in these best of breed procurement providers, um, especially regarding tax, and it's not. Um, you know, if you look at the evolution of these partnerships and these relationships, um, you know, Ariba, for instance, um, didn't partner. They had no partner ecosystem. Um, you know, the tax API was one of their the, the newest APIs, and they just did that a couple of years ago. Um, and same thing with um, Coupa. Coupa's, you know, partner program is still evolving. So we're all working together to try to move this forward, but working hand-in-hand with clients and, and making sure that they understand that this is an area for growth. And I, I really, the vision of this, is, I'm so excited, is to work with, you know, folks like you that are really, really technical and have so much experience. And, and we can team up with with the partners and the clients to see where we can take this in the future. Because, you know, we're automating things now, but what's it going to look like in the future when we really all you know, team up together and work together to figure this out? So that's really exciting. Well, Tiffany, I, I, I can't thank you enough um, for taking the time um, and speaking with us. We appreciate it. That'll do it for today's show. I'd like to thank my guest, Tiffany O'Neill, for joining me. And thanks to our listeners. Make sure to tune in for our next episode when we will discuss indirect tax and procurement landscape, opportunity and challenges with Global VAT with our friend Donald Colbert. Subscribe to Tax Today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. To learn more about optimizing tax and procurement, visit vertexinc.com. 
that's V-E-R-T-E-X-I-N-C.com, and connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook.